Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Exodus 34. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray that we would be your possession, that we would belong to you, that it would change us, that it would be visible to people around us, that we are different because we are yours. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Exodus 34. And Yahweh said to Moses, Cut for yourself two stone tablets like the first ones, and I will write on the tablets the words that were on the first tablets, which you broke. And be ready for the morning, and go up in the morning to Mount Sinai, and present yourself to me there on the top of the mountain. And no one will go up with you, and neither let anyone be seen on all the mountain, nor let the sheep and goats and the cattle graze opposite the mountain. And Moses cut two stone tablets like the first ones, And he started early in the morning, and he went up to Mount Sinai, as Yahweh had commanded him. And he took in his hand the two stone tablets. And Yahweh descended in the cloud, and he stood with him there, and he proclaimed the name of Yahweh. And Yahweh passed over before him, and he proclaimed, Yahweh, Yahweh, God who is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding with loyal love and faithfulness keeping loyal love to the thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. And he does not leave utterly unpunished, punishing the guilt of fathers on sons and on sons of sons on third and fourth generations. And Moses hurried and knelt down to the earth and worshipped. And he said, Please, if I have found favor in your eyes, Lord, let my Lord, please, Go among us. Indeed, it is a stiff-necked people. And forgive our iniquity and our sin, and take us as your possession. And he said, Look, I am about to make a covenant. In front of all your people I will do wonders that have not been created on all the earth and among all the nations. And all the people among whom you are will see Yahweh's work, because what I am about to do with you will be awesome. Keep for yourselves what I myself have commanded you today. Look, I am about to drive from before you the Amorites, and the Canaanites, and the Hittites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Be careful for yourself, lest you make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land to which you are going, lest it be a snare among you. Rather, you will tear down their altars, You will break their stone pillars, and you will cut off their Asherah poles. For you will not bow in worship to another god. For Yahweh is jealous, is his name. He is a jealous god. Lest you make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, and they prostitute themselves after their gods, and they sacrifice to their gods, and they invite you, and you eat their sacrifice, and you take from their daughters for your sons, and their daughters prostitute themselves after their gods, and they cause your sons to prostitute themselves after their gods. You will not make gods of cast metal for yourself. You will keep the feast of unleavened bread. Seven days you will eat unleavened bread, which I commanded you at the appointed time of the month of Abib. For in the month of Abib you came out from Egypt. Every first offspring of a womb is for me, all of your male livestock, the first offspring of cattle and small livestock, 
but the first offspring of a donkey you will redeem with small livestock, and if you will not redeem it, you will break its neck. Every firstborn of your sons you will redeem, and you will not appear before me empty-handed. Six days you will work, and on the seventh day you will rest. In the time of plowing and in the time of harvest you will rest, and you yourself will observe the Feast of Weeks, the first fruits of the wheat harvest, and the Feast of Harvest Gathering at the turn of the year. Three times in the year all your males will appear before the Lord Yahweh, the God of Israel, because I will evict nations before you, and I will enlarge your territory, and no one will covet your land when you go up to appear before Yahweh your God three times in the year. You will not slaughter the blood of my sacrifice on food with yeast, and the sacrifice of the feast of the Passover will not stay overnight to the morning. The beginning of the first fruits of your land you will bring to the house of Yahweh your God. You will not boil a young goat in its mother's milk. And Yahweh said to Moses, Write for yourself these words, because according to these words I have made a covenant with you and with Israel. And he was there with Yahweh forty days and forty nights. He ate no food and drank no water, and he wrote on the tablets the words of the covenant, the ten words. And when Moses came down from Mount Sinai, the two tablets of the testimony were in the hand of Moses at his coming down from the mountain. And Moses did not know that the skin of his face shone because of his speaking with him. And Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses, and to their amazement the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid of coming near to him. And Moses called to them, and Aaron and all the leaders of the community returned to him, and Moses spoke to them. And afterward all the Israelites came near, and he commanded them all that Yahweh had spoken with him on Mount Sinai. And Moses finished speaking with them, and he put a veil on his face. And when Moses came before Yahweh to speak with him, he would remove the veil until he went out, and he would go out and would speak to the Israelites what he had been commanded. And the Israelites would see the face of Moses, that the skin of the face of Moses shone, and Moses would put back the veil on his face until his coming to speak with him. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 32, the people sinned by making and worshiping a golden calf idol. Moses came down the mountain from speaking with God, and he was carrying the two stone tablets that were the terms of the covenant with God. When Moses saw what they were doing, he threw down the stone tablets, breaking them. The idea is that the people broke the covenant first, and then Moses broke the stone tablets that described the covenant. After that, Moses had been talking to God and asking him to forgive the people and still go with them to the promised land. But Moses went beyond that because he also asked to know God's ways and even to see God. And God promised to show Moses what Moses as a human could handle of God. So now in chapter 34, God tells Moses to cut two new stone tablets and bring them up on the mountain. And God will write the same thing on these new tablets. The idea is that God will renew the covenant that the people broke. Again, no people or animals could be on the mountain or even too close to it when Moses went up to meet with God. So Moses did as Yahweh said and cut out two stone tablets and started up the mountain early in the morning. And then 
Moses got to see as much of God as he could handle as a human, just like God had promised. God passed Moses and told about himself. It says, He proclaimed the name of Yahweh. A name represents the person, who they are, how they act. So Yahweh describes himself here as loving and forgiving, but also punishing sins. So Moses bows down and worships and asks God to take the Israelites as his possession. So Yahweh says he is making a covenant with the people. I think the idea is that the first covenant was broken, so we need a new covenant. But the new covenant is basically the same as the old covenant that they broke. God says he will do amazing things. This translation uses the word awesome, which means God will do things that will cause awe. People misuse the word awesome today for things that do not cause awe. If you can think well enough to close your mouth, you didn't see something awesome. So then Yahweh describes some specifics of their covenant. He says that he will give them the land of Canaan and drive out the current inhabitants. But the Israelites must be sure not to act like them. So they need to completely destroy all of the things those people used to worship their gods, altars and pillars of worship, because Yahweh is jealous. The idea is that the Israelites are getting married to God, and so if they worship other gods, it will be committing adultery against Yahweh. He uses the phrase, prostitute themselves after their gods. Not necessarily to mean physical prostitution, but spiritual prostitution, since they are supposed to be faithful to God. Then Yahweh lists the three feasts that the Israelites need to come together to celebrate every year. The Feast of Unleavened Bread, which is the seven days starting with the Passover, the Feast of Weeks, which happens seven weeks after Passover, and later known as Pentecost, and the Feast of Harvest Gathering at the end of the harvest. Yahweh says that they can all gather without worrying about someone taking their land while they are away, because God will take care of them. God mentions that they must give the firstborn to him. This was originally connected with the Passover, and here he mentions it in connection with the unleavened bread, which is also connected with Passover. God also mentions the Sabbath here. Then he mentions some specifics about their sacrifice. They must not include yeast in an offering that includes blood. They must not let the Passover sacrifice stay until morning. They must bring the first fruits to Yahweh, and they must not boil a young goat in its mother's milk. Yahweh tells Moses to write all of this down because this is his covenant with Israel. We learn that Moses was on the mountain 40 days again, just like the first time, and then he went down. He was carrying the two stone tablets that God had written, and this time the people weren't worshiping a golden calf. But something strange happens. Moses' face is shining, and it scares the people, so Moses has to call them to come to him. Apparently, being in God's presence caused Moses' face to shine. So then Moses told them everything God had commanded, and then Moses put a veil over his face so that they wouldn't see his shining face. Moses would take off the veil when talking to God or relating God's words to the people, but otherwise he would cover his face from the people. And now for a deeper dive. The commands that God gives as part of the repeat of the covenant here are pretty much ceremony-type commands. They are very important and even included the death penalty for failing to keep them in many cases, but they are not moral commands like not killing people, for example. They are about feasts and sacrifices. They point to Jesus in many cases. 
and they would make the Israelites different from all other people groups, special people, holy to God. Moses had an even closer relationship with God, so close now that his face started shining just from being in God's presence. That, of course, is a physical picture of a spiritual reality. So, what about us? Are we in God's presence so close that it is showing up in our lives? If we are really close to God, it will change us. People will notice. We will be different. Or are we trying to veil it so no one notices? Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.